Welcome to the Electra International series, Think Like a Leader. We all enjoy hearing another person's success story, and we hope our conversations with leaders from across the electrical construction industry will help spark your interest and creativity in finding ways you can think like a leader. Well, welcome back to our audience. Oh boy, today is a special Think Like a Leader interview. I am so happy and proud to be here with Josh Bone. Josh is executive director of Electric International, coming up on his three-year anniversary. We work together, we talk together many times a week, but today is the opportunity for me to ask him some questions to help you understand exactly what Electric is and what it means to him. So Josh, thanks so much for working out. You're scheduled to take the time to talk with me one-on-one for a Zoom interview. Carolyn, you know, I always have time for you. So how would you describe the importance of Electri to the EC industry? Somebody says, why should I bother with this? Why is this important? What do you tell them? So uh, Electri's objective is to help electrical contractors stay ahead of the pace of change. And right now, there's never been a greater pace of change. The accelerated rate of of all these new opportunities in the electrical contracting industry are exploding. And right now, Electri is working very hard to keep up with all of these new megatrends that are transforming the industry. So today, the, the need for electric has never been greater. We're tracking things like electrification. What does that impact on electrical contracting? We're tracking industrialization and how is that altering the way that we do pipe and wire? We're looking at digitization. There's so much opportunity. There's so much work. All of these things are coming to a head right now. And uh, electric, the team, has our work cut out for us. We are, we are very busy. And I think... As I go around the country, you know how much I'm speaking to mm-hmm. chapters and at meetings. The story resonates, right? We are we're, we're talking about things that are relevant to the contractors that are interesting to these contractors, and they care about this message. And I think you've seen it in our growth. So I'm very excited about where we are as a team, where the council is, and it's okay, important that- what we're doing. Josh, when you accepted the position as executive director, what aspects of your professional career to that point gave you the confidence that Electric was the right place for you to be? So I had the opportunity from April 1st through October of 2020 to work in the, uh, in the interim position of, of executive director for Electric while running innovation at NECA. Throughout that process, I had the privilege of working with the council very closely on the pandemic report. And the pandemic report what was the the fire, the, the, the spark that, that created this fire that's in me today. And I saw what the, the foundation was capable of doing and, and how we could turn the foundation into something that would add more value to contractors and, and helping them navigate all this change. So if through the process, we learned who was really tracking productivity. We learned who was digitizing workflows. We had to have all of this information in real time. My background 25 years in construction technology. I started in the late 90s in 3D modeling, which became BIM. I I then took that and got into mobile apps and workflows on the iPad and and helping contractors really start their digital transformation journey. And and that's a big part of where we're heading with the foundation. So it's uh, my background has 25 years. Carolyn, I think has really moved me into the position, positioned me well 
and executive director of Electric today to help have the most impact in, in this role and, and guide our team and, and, and work with the council very closely on these things that matter so much. You talk about helping and you talk about team. Are you confident that the current electric staff team that you have put into place is really helping to meet the needs of both contractors and industry partners? I have zero doubt about that. Right now, the team that we have in place uh, is more than capable of doing the job. We are we're moving very quickly. We work like the as an R and D lab. We work more like a startup. So what Electri is really trying to do is is clear the path, show where the electrical contracting profession is heading, whether it's future workforce development. Anna has has made such an impact in such a short period of time. She is doing an amazing job. And we've got some big announcements that we'll be rolling out with with her progress in July. Jared, this world of construction technology is so big. And and there's so much paralysis by analysis. Jared's making sense of, of how this technology applies to the electrical contractor. Jessica has done an amazing job reaching and, and driving engagement. And, and then we've got Amanda on the data side running research. We've got so much research going on, Carolyn. Uh, Amanda has her hands full. She, I, I could not have, we couldn't be doing what we're doing today without her. And our future is based on data so that we can see these trends. Amanda, Amanda's knowledge and expertise is gonna play a very important role. And then uh, the, the backbone of where a lot of this connects is, is Laura Holmes. Laura Holmes is, is such a great ambassador for the team. She has all the relationships. People know that they can trust her. She gets things done on time. And Carolyn, you've been around this foundation for a long time. We've got a great team. I was just uh, with MCAA touting our team yesterday, and they're looking at ways that, that they were benchmarking their foundation against Electri. So I think we're doing a lot of things right. We've got opportunity to improve. Electri's tagline is, we're here to hear you. What's important about that message in the way that you approach your work? Every day, the number one thing Electri is trying to do is trying to add value to our contractors, trying to provide the best research possible that's delivered in a way that the contractors can utilize this and and drive reduce risk, increase margins. It's all about the electrical contractor. Everyone, all the industry partners, all the chapters, everyone understands that's what Electri is all about, is helping the electrical contractors. And and we make time for the things we value the most. What we value the most at Electri and our team is our contractor's time. We want to ensure that when contractors spend time with us, they are they're seeing, they're reaping the rewards and they see the value in attending an electric meeting, a field trip, whatever it is. It, it, that's what we're all focused on is the, the time for the contractors, the task force, all the things we do. You mentioned the pandemic and the study that had been done in the early months of that pandemic in a very short time frame with a lot of people saying, yes, I want to be involved. Yes, I want to help. Are there other critical issues facing the electrical contracting industry that require that same kind of all hands on deck? Artificial intelligence, is that something that's going to be an all hands on deck for this industry? Right now, all hands on deck, I would not say artificial intelligence is there today. It, it is, it's making its way and, and it is a disruptive technology that will ultimately impact the electrical contract industry, it can be a tool today to help, but 
from from the standpoint of, of the pandemic and just zero to a hundred, no. Now, however, what I will say right now is reaching that sense of urgency is the labor shortage, which is turning into a skills gap, which is turning into that that is a, a monumental moment that that is transforming electrical contracting and the impacts of the decisions we make today, we will be feeling these for decades down the road. In addition to that, right now, electrification, Carolyn, that it, it is pandemic. It, it is of the pandemic. We've got to make we've got to make a lot of moves right now as electrical contractors to go out and grab this abundance of, of alternative work. When I say alternative, it, it, it's so many things. It's energy management services. I think what we've got to do as contractors is take advantage of the opportunities to us to shift from being a commodity, trying to go low on price, to becoming a consultant. And I see that as a responsibility of the electric team to help the contractors make that shift. And it's a foundational shift. The way that they've been coached, the way that they built their business is to be successful by being a competitive price. And what we see now with systems integration and all the connected systems of the building and the ability there and service opportunities, all of these things are are new to our industry. And Electric has to do our part to help our contractors navigate that in a very short period of time, just much like the pandemic. Well, tell our contractor listeners a little bit more about, you you use the word consulting, and that's something I don't think very many contractors think of themselves as consultants. So how do you marry those with years of expertise who are willing to share and those who need it and maybe they know they need it or those who need it but haven't quite admitted it to themselves yet? How do you make that work? Well, it's tough. That, that's a that's a very tough thing. Uh, first, uh, we, we talk about being a traditional contractor. It, it's transmission distribution of power has been the found has been what how we've worked as contractors. And in that mindset, a lot of it was designed bid build. So they had to go in and, and negotiate around price. So it's been all about price. How do we find the advantage to go low, to use prefab, to use whatever tools and resources it is to, to be selected to get this job? And what do we want to do on that job? While we're the first to get in, last to get out, you want to get in and get out. The mentality now that we need to start thinking about is how do we create this stickiness? How do we get to be part of this project for its entire life cycle? How can we provide service beyond the initial install? So what we're going to have to do is do a lot of education. Uh, We're going to have to make sure that we're providing tools and resources beyond just traditional research. A white paper is not going to get us there. We need the white paper to lay the groundwork. Then we need to be able to work with education. We need to be able to work with NECA education. We've got to deliver this in ways so that the, the contractors can learn how to do this for themselves that have not had this experience. So we're going to continue. I've got, I've got some ideas on how we can continue to drive this. And, and I'm working uh, with the board of trustees. I'm working with the council to identify how electric can do more to help the contractors through this transition and understand what we need to do to make that work. Those are things that we're working on today. And, and I, you know, we've got plans and I hope we can deliver on some of those things through the end of this year. 
In addition to Electri doing more, I personally have noticed a marked increase over the past year, year and a half in a couple of things. The number of council members that are attending meetings, uh, how many of them get on the webinars for Zoom presentations, how many volunteer for task forces and juries and competitions and uh, present presentations at some of these workforce initiatives. Is there one single factor that you can point to as being the reason for growth on the council participation side? No, but I, when people ask me what keeps me up at night, uh, while electrification, digitization, all these uh, industrialization, it, it, it's something I'm confident that we can address this. What keeps me up at night, Carolyn, is the nightmare is that our contractors don't show up to our meetings, that don't participate. The engagement of our contractors and our industry partners and our chapters is the number one thing to me that, that I want to want to ensure that our team is creating agendas, providing the right level of education. Again, it goes back to the adding value to the contractors. So it's not one thing. I, I think we have one of the things that we have recognized and we're trying to lean into is the knowledge in the room. If I had to point to any one thing, it's listening to the contractors, giving them what they need and talking about the subjects and the topics and, and pushing, right? That That's the thing about electric. You put on your electric hat and you try to solve problems. We don't complain. We don't, we don't just look at the problem and, and, and stay stuck in that. Electric has to find the alternative and, and the solution. We've got to come up with ideas to, to solve problems. And, and I hope that that is something that they see when they spend time with Electric is that I gain knowledge in that council room, that IT and coffee, contact and coffee, or attending that meeting that I did not know beforehand. So I, I hope that by us pushing forward, and always thinking forward and really listening to the needs of the contractors is, is what's driving the increase in attendance and increase in participation. And Carolyn, I hope we never lose that. Uh, that's that's so critical for our success going forward. Well, another increase aspect is the increase in the number of individuals, companies, NECA chapters, partners, all of whom are still willing to invest significant dollars in Electric International and some who have been members of the council for years, increasing their gifts. Why? Why do people continue to give to Electric? I think this, the state of the union today of the electrical contracting industry is a big part for that, that all these things that are impacting our industry it is driving that sense of urgency and, and the contractors are looking for solutions. And I think Electri right now is delivering on those solutions. And, and by doing so that they see that they wanna give back to the industry that's been so good to them and ensure that the next generation has that continued success. I like to think what we're doing at Electri is helping with that. And, and it's a good return on your investment for the things that we do, uh, all of our meetings. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, all of our meetings, all of our events that we're putting out there is, is about driving education and, and adding value. So, NECA chapters across the country have their own identity. They have their own board. They have their own executive director. They have their own geographic territory. Why should they pay attention to Electric? What's in it for chapters? 
Well, first, I want to say that it's it's our responsibility as electric to reach the executive director of these chapters and their teams, because they are the direct conduit to their contractors. They are the ones that their voice is heard the loudest by their members. So it's our responsibility to reach out to the executive directors and, and the teams all across the country and show what Electri is doing and, and how we're adding value. A lot of times going into a chapter meeting, whether it's a general membership meeting or, or an event that they're putting together, board of directors, what Electri is trying to do is reach them at their level and, and ensure that what that we're doing, the resources, all the different aspects that we're delivering, that is our that's our one our real direct touch. They have the ability to talk to me, talk to the team, understand what we're doing, and they can make that self assessment. What we what we are learning is that the executive directors uh, around the country that are leading these naked chapters understand the pains that their contractors are facing, understand what Electri is bringing to the table, how we're different uh, than the other uh, other types of education that are out there and resources that are out there. And yeah, we're going to continue to push through the chapters because that's where the rubber meets the road and where I think we have the ability to connect with contractors on a level that don't attend a lot of these national meetings, don't attend the regional big meetings, going out and reaching the contractors in their backyard and talking about the problems that are facing them specifically is, is what we're trying to do through Electri. And I think that's resonating with the executive directors. That's why I'm, I'm doing a lot and our team's doing a lot of public speaking and education. Are you ever concerned that you personally are working too much on the tactics of delivering a program and project and not taking sufficient reflective time for leadership thinking and planning? Well, I like to think I know who I am. Uh, I'm purpose-driven. I love getting to explore and be curious about these topics and, and adaptability is important. So I love what I'm doing, Carolyn. It, it's on my mind all the time. I wake up early on Saturday. That's a lot of my strategic planning time, a lot of time in, in hotels and airports. That's where I do a lot of strategy for myself and I bring it back to the team. I, I bounce ideas. I talk to contractors every single day. I love what I'm doing. I'm very motivated. I think the team is in a very good place where they have the ability to do their strategic thinking. They Each of them runs their own business unit within the team. Everyone's empowered to be out there on the front end and, and make sure that they're responsible for their contributions to the to the foundations and, and answering to the needs of the council. I think we're in a really good spot with the team and myself that if I'm not out there talking, if I'm not out there working, if I'm not getting after it, I could miss something. So you know, every market's dealing with some different challenges. So it's it's my responsibility to have as many conversations with contractors as possible every single day. And right now, I, I, it's it's tough to keep up with it, but um, I'm motivated. I, I'm I am empowered to to come out here and solve some of these problems. Now, I have one more question, but before I get to that question, is there anything else about Electri that you and I haven't touched on this today that you want to make sure our audience knows from your perspective? So I am very proud of the work that we're doing. Uh, a couple of things, a few areas where I think we're going to see some success in, in the very near future. Uh, Anna's 
got a big announcement again in July that she's going to be rolling out with our office apprenticeship. We've made a lot of progress. She has done an amazing job. We're right on the precipice of getting this thing across with the Department of Labor. I think it's going to be a huge win for our contractors. And we're at the very front of this. I was talking to the mechanical contractors. They had no clue about the programs that are out there that are available today. So we are leading the charge on the office apprenticeship. That's something I'm really, really excited about. And I always talk about this in all my talks. Data, data, data. Through our partnerships with our industry partners and some of the relationships, we're going to continue to focus on data because I believe our contractors really can start to play money ball. We're not giving we're not giving up on this. This getting this movement has been slow, but I, I am a huge advocate for how our contractors are going to leverage data in the future. And we're going to continue to, to push that through electric. And anytime anybody wants to do something in their own chap their chapter. They want to do something within their own company, and we can help you. We've got Amanda as an amazing resource to support that. I'm always open. If you have ideas or things we want to measure, we're working on this data symposium uh, to how we can identify the the important data metrics, the key performance indicators. How can we simplify that, get the contractors to share it? We anonymize it. Carolyn, that is the future of this foundation, our ability to collect data and turn it into action for our contractors. That's that that's the future. So we can move faster than anyone. We can see trends before they happen. If we would have been in, in this, if we'd had the ability to do this, we could have seen this labor shortage coming step by step year over year for the past decade. And it would have given us a, a huge advantage to, to work around this. So I think understanding the importance of data and what it means to the foundation going forward, we're, we're very bullish around that and what it can mean for us. I believe it can make electric the tip of every tongue of every electrical contractor, small, medium, large, everything in between. We want to add that value and benchmarking. And that's that's a big part of the foundation. Carolyn, one thing I want to make sure that everyone knows, electrical contractors, anyone uh, that's interested in this information, they can go to electri.org and set up a free account and access 34 years of research. And it's all indexed. They can go to the advanced search capabilities. They can type in anything. They can find it in our research. Uh, I'm, I believe in the research that we've built over the last 34 years. Now it's readily available to them. So I encourage everyone to go set up a free account at electri.org and start exploring and, and searching for what you're looking for. Josh, our audience knows that when we do Think Like a Leader, we always end with the same question for each participant. So here goes. What's the best advice that you ever received that's having an impact on you today? So for me, uh, early in my career, it, it was watching people go through the, the process of being a leader. And one of the things I learned early in my career that I was always going to treat everyone with the utmost respect, that I was going to give them my best, that I was going to outwork everyone that I possibly could. And I just wanted to make sure that I stay humble, that I stay focused, that I, that I work hard and I make the most of, of every single day. That when I turn off my lights at my desk at the end of the day, that I feel like I've accomplished what I need to accomplish to go to my next day. And lastly, the most important thing for me that I learned was in a podcast with Mike Rowe. He said, don't follow your passion, 
take your passion, put it in your back pocket and use it in everything you do. And I live by those words. I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunities I have with, with my career, with my family. And I try to take my passion into every single thing I do, whether that's, that's coaching a, a baseball team or a little girl's basketball team or coming to work and having a phone call with a contractor. I, I am passionate about what I do. Well, Josh, I can speak from firsthand experience that we know very well that you treat everybody with respect, whether it's a team member, a contractor, a contractor's employee that also comes to a meeting or helps with a task force, everybody. And as far as your comment about passion, that's also very evident that you do carry it with you, but it's not just in your back pocket. I think it's really close to your heart. And I think that that's what sets you apart from a lot of other executives in a lot of other positions, that you really understand the industry and you love the people that are in it. So Josh, thank you so much for your time. To our audience, thank you for tuning in again. And just as you can go to electric.org and find all of the research. You can also click on to think like a leader. And we now have more than 60 executives, owners, chapter executives, industry partners. They're all willing to share what makes them be good leaders. So thank you very much for being with us today. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining us for today's Think Like a Leader conversation. You can access every interview in this series on our website, electri.org, or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. This is a remarkable look inside the electrical construction industry, and it's yours for the listening.